Dennis Dodd has an article about how the Pac-12 might have some issues getting over 50% streaming on their next TV deal. What does that mean for potentially losing members of their conference and also trying to get a television deal done? Also, the latest on San Diego State, is it a foregone conclusion that the Aztecs are heading to the Pac-12 conference? All that and more on today's show. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 Podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe to the show on YouTube. Our goal is 4,000 subscribers by the, uh, the end of April, so beginning of May. So help us reach that. Make sure you guys find us wherever you get your podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. So if you can't watch us on YouTube, you guys can find us that way. Uh, once again, if you're driving and whatnot, we prefer that you guys find a different way to, to listen and watch the show. Just make sure you don't do it on YouTube. Make sure you're not watching while driving. Follow us on Twitter at LOBig12. You guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. So on today's show, we're getting back to conference realignment. Dennis Dodd had a piece yesterday we're going to dive into. And also, uh, I didn't touch on the national championship game the other night, but kind of referencing it now, San Diego State falls to UConn. San Diego State kind of almost earning their way into the Pac-12, felt like it, or at least a power conference. felt like it was inevitable, but, you know, it kind of feels like we're definitely on the verge of it now, potentially sped up by their performance. So congratulations to them, and potentially congratulations on joining a major conference here sometime soon. So let's begin with what Dennis Dodd had to say. Uh, and, and I think it's a pretty interesting piece. But Dennis Dodd, colon the latest, is going to be our headline for this. He has an article came out yesterday um, called Pac-12 Unlikely to Reach Media Rights Deal with More Than 50% of Games Airing on TV, Longtime Consultant Says. So uh, Dennis Dodd spoke with Jim Williams, who is a longtime consultant in the television space, worked a long time in the realm. Uh, he was said with, he was with uh, SEC, NFL, NBA, and colleges before that. He was a lead director of Big Ten Games regionally in the mid-80s, worked more than 400 live sports. Uh, he got Emmys for Big Ten football, plus basketball and, and, and MLB as well. So he is somebody who's well-versed in the space. And here's what he had to say. He says that as the Pac-12 continues to, or this, this is Dennis saying this, but as it continues to search, it's become less viable. The conference will land a partner willing to feature more than half its games on a traditional cable or broadcast television network, a media consultant told, uh, Jim Williams told CBS Sports. The assertion could be a deal breaker as Pac-12 presidents consider whether a deal heavy on streaming would be enough to keep their schools in the league. Arizona president Robert Robbins twice told CBS Sports in the last three weeks he expected over half of the Pac-12 content to be on traditional linear TV platforms with networks such as CBS, Fox, ESPN, and NBC considered the gold standard in live sports programming. Williams, however, decided to go on the record with comments being repeated throughout the sports media industry. Quote, uh, the Pac-12, or here's the quote itself, I am at an absolute loss how NBC, CBS, ESPN, ABC, or Fox gets the Pac-12 to 50%, Williams said. So I'm going to stop right there. There's The considerations now, folks, are this. Jim Williams is saying he doesn't see 50%, and that, that makes a lot of sense. Robert Robbins, the president of Arizona, 
he says it will be. That makes a lot of sense. Well, Williams is just giving his opinion as a former TV exec who worked in the college sports space. Not anymore, but he did. And Robbins is a Pac-12 president, and that, that should make sense. He shouldn't be voicing doubts or anything that kind of weakens your position and does not help you, know, help you at all in any case, uh, way, shape, or form in any negotiating process. So it makes sense that he is saying this. Where do we all meet here? You know, where does all this stuff come into play? Because there is the standard, which is $31.6 million, uh, which each Big 12 school, that's the kind of the roughly number for the Big 12, the payout. So that's the number that the Pac-12 had. According to the New York Post, uh, Andrew Marchand, they had an offer on the table for that much. That offer was rescinded after that. And so with that, you know, you're now in a, you're now in a place where they are uh, fighting, scratching, and clawing to hopefully get to that number. Now, they would like to be on cable also. That is an also, right? You know, if, after you put a period after that, uh, this is the number they're targeting. Also, they would like to have a majority of their games on linear cable. Well, it feels like we're approaching, a, excuse me, a one or the other, right? It's not going to be a both unless somebody comes in at the end and does the job and somebody comes in and saves them. So it does not feel like we are going to be approaching a, wow, look at them on Fox and ESPN and look at them with $34 million per, just say $32 million per school, because that is more than the big 12 schools. So um, that is where I think we currently stand is it's an either or, right? This is George Klyavkov's problem. This is where I, I also believe that, there have definitely been certain variations of a deal out there that have probably been amenable, but different presidents have different standards and different needs and different thoughts, different ADs, probably same way as well. Oregon, Washington's needs are different than their counterparts in their own States in Oregon state and Washington state, right? Oregon state and Washington state will take whatever deal it takes to remain in a power five league. Oregon and Washington are trying to chase championships, or at least in Oregon's case, they are definitely chasing a championship. Washington's case, probably getting back to a CFP, winning Pac-12 championships, and then moving on to that. Because, I mean, that program has been to a CFP, uh, weren't necessarily super competitive, but I think they they still like their chances to, uh, you know, spend a lot of money on, on kids, have great recruiting classes in a good market, in a really desirable city to be in, uh, you know, at a great campus, at a, I mean, a you know, uh, basically, I mean, it's another, it looks like a, a McLean stadium up there that they've got at Washington, the new stadium they have. So they, they feel like they should be in that space. And those demands are, are, or wants and needs are different than the needs of Arizona, Arizona state, Utah, and Colorado. They're also different than the needs and wants of Stanford and Cal who, who the hell knows what those two schools want. This is, this is kind of the, this gets into the, um, some of the big picture, idealistic stuff about why you do have like-minded folks in your conference. Uh, Cause it's nice to have when it comes to things like this, because your priorities uh, align, your priorities are the same. And right now, a lot of the big 12 schools, while you might say that they are leftovers, a lot of their priorities are the same, which means uh, agreement is not going to be the most difficult thing in the world to get. Yeah. You know, that's, that's not, it's, I think it's a fair, pretty fair statement agreement in the Pac-12, especially when it comes to a television deal, is going to be very difficult to get because of the station, because of the status, because of the situation that all of the different schools are in. That's why people are like, it's not just about the money, guys. I, I am pretty confident 
in saying that there has been a deal out there for probably, let's just say 25, 26 million. I bet there's a deal that's in the ballpark somewhere. But if you're Oregon and you are Nike's college football school, are you going to stomach being on Amazon Prime that often and potentially losing visibility? Are you, are you willing to be on Apple TV Plus often and potentially lose visibility? We'd say, well, why is it visibility? Visibility equals recruiting. You want to be on TV because you want kids to see you, want kids' parents to see you. You don't want kids and the kids' parents to have to go out of their way, pay extra money to watch you play every single week. Right? You know, Maybe down the future, maybe 20 years, we'll all be used to that. But we're not all used to that right now. It's just not where we are. I think in the world, the landscape's changing. Maybe 20 years is too far out. But we're not all there right now. Uh, and also, you aren't sure about how well the production value is going to be. Now, look, I know that a lot of people, you know, some folks really like the Amazon Prime. Uh, I liked watching games on there. I thought it was pretty good. It was, it was clean. But this is not the NFL. I'm not going to go out of my way unless it's some massive, massive game to watch that happen. So I, I think that is has to be noted right here. Right? It's that. But, um, you know, so th that is the, okay, we're on streaming. We're getting the dollar figure that we want. Uh, but we're majority streaming. We don't. We 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 are not getting. You know, uh, we need more money if we're going to be on the streaming. Or, or uh, you might have a situation where they've gotten a cable offer. It's pretty amenable, right? A a sixty percent plus of your games, seventy percent of your games on cable. But what if they're getting offered twenty two million dollars per school per year? That is that is the balance here. Is that not everybody's going to be on the same page with what they think is acceptable? I think Oregon and Washington are going to say. Uh, 22 million doesn't work for me, brother, to use a Hulk Hogan word or Hulk Hogan phrase. That's that's just not going to be acceptable for them. For a school that has been to multiple college football playoffs, that's produced recent Heisman Trophy winners, that has been able to compete at the highest levels of college football, it's getting five-star athletes and good coaches and good coordinators and good talent uh, and has good facilities. Well, you can't just ask on your, on your donor base uh, to make up and, and Phil Knight just to make up the gap between you and everybody else. I mean, if, if Alabama and Ohio state are uh, raking in $80 million per year from the television deal, you can't do 25 a year. I mean, think about just in two years, in two years, Alabama, let's just say uh, or Ohio state, let's say Ohio state makes a hundred and I'll just go $140 million in two years for Ohio state. Let's just say Oregon takes 25 per year in the PAC 12. They are $90 million behind Ohio State. $90 million. And that, won't just, that will not just impact football. Other sports will be impacted. Your ability to compete, your ability to, to uh, stay innovative and pay support staff and pay extra coaches and, and all of those things, unless there's some new rules coming in, you're kind of in a, you're kind of in a bad spot. Uh, you're, you're not going to be in a great position. And so that is the balance here is that I don't – the question is not, is there a deal out there or is, is there just a deal they could get to patch it up? There is, but is there a deal that's acceptable that doesn't, you know, that satisfies everybody in a way where it's like our top schools won't fall behind, which I think would most likely involve revenue sharing and our, you know, and our mid-tier schools kind of, you know, remain competitive as, as mid-tier schools do, or do our mid-tier schools even accept the revenue sharing where they take less? So it's all right there. It's all the challenge. Um, you know, for George Klyavkov. And uh, I don't envy him. I think it's an almost impossible situation. But once again, there were some things that he did to put themselves in this spot. So I think that that is uh, to be judged. Something else Jim Williams mentioned is what is close enough money-wise? 
He gave some thoughts on that. I'll let you know what they were. First, a quick word from our sponsors. Today's Locked On Big 12 podcast is brought to you all by the FanDuel Sportsbook. It is America's number one sportsbook uh, right now. And I think I'll keep, well, keep on, we'll keep on keeping on, if you will, because of how nice their interface is. Guys, best interface in the game. It's so easy to sign up right now. FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel.com slash locked on. You can go there. Sign up right now. Uh, at FanDuel.com. You guys can make every moment more with the FanDuel Sportsbook. Once again, FanDuel Sportsbook. They've got odds for college football next year. They've got odds for Major League Baseball, the NBA playoffs, all that stuff. FanDuel.com slash locked on. You guys can get your first bet risk-free insured up to, I believe it's a thousand bucks today. FanDuel.com slash locked on. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, so some thoughts from uh, from Jim Williams, the former TV exec, media exec. Uh, he was in the consulting space with sports media rights and all those things. About what is an acceptable number? So I put this out there. I said, look, there's. I could not see a world in which uh, the Pac-12 schools tolerate a $10 million gap. I did not think that was possible. Uh, I think I think we talked about five to six million being maybe potentially acceptable. That's what Jim Williams thinks as well. He says, uh, what is close enough? I assume close enough is somewhere north of 25 million in that 27 to $28 million category. And so um, that is where he believes it to be. I think that is a good estimation if you're within $3 million. Here is the problem, though, with when you talk about this. So the issue is that if Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah all went to the to the Big 12, all right, they might make that as well because I think Fox, they have not agreed to the pro rata, but I think in the end they probably would say, all right, we'll give you, you know, because their share is, what, $10 million dollars? Uh, per year, somewhere in that range, 10 to eight, you know, somewhere in that range, they basically owe the big 12 schools, $10 million per school. I think they probably settle somewhere around. Like, I don't think they're going to go all the way down like three. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they would probably be at like six, seven, eight. Right. So if they're taking a haircut in that direction, it's probably gonna end up being around 27, $28 million per those, for those new schools. And look, I think everybody kind of splits it in. Everybody kind of uh, joins in. So everybody makes sure that everybody is level. And everybody's end up around $30 million, somewhere in that range, maybe a little bit lower. So yeah, you, you will probably be in that range if you go to the big 12 as well. But the thing is, what happens to the next TV contract? How long is this one? If this one's four or five years, guys, and there is any chance for Oregon and Washington to jump ship and go to a league where they will make more money, and that will happen. There will be a time and place. I I feel so confident in saying that. Guys, if you are Oregon and Washington, you will, the big guys, the big 12 schools are going to fall behind in a lot of senses. I mean, they're going to fall behind that money wise, but not a lot of the big 12 schools. You know, the only big 12 school we can say that's been competing and that's remaining big 12 been competing in the same places and spaces that these schools have 
is TCU this year. TCU actually has exceeded what uh, what Washington did. It won a college football playoff game. And so I know TCU sees themselves as winners, but like Oregon and Washington are seeing themselves as serious contenders. How long will you stomach making much less money? If you, and, and here's the thing, you don't have to. Now, once again, getting into the Big Ten could be a challenge for them, but maybe there's a way you can get in the ACC, right? Maybe in the SEC. Maybe the Big 12 gets you some more money. I don't know, but I don't see Oregon and Washington in the Pac-12 uh, Pac in 2030, 2030, 2035. It's just hard to see that happening when everybody else, like Iowa, and, and sorry, Iowa, I know you're a great program, but Rutgers and Northwestern and, and, and Maryland and Illinois and Indiana are raking in d- double, triple almost the money that you're making. I mean, it's it's unconscious. Could you imagine a world in which Rutgers rakes in $75 million a year in, in, in revenue and Oregon's at 28 from the television companies? My God, it's, 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 it's bonkers to think about. Not to mention the fact that the Big Ten's going to put more teams into, the, into the, uh, the college basketball tournament. So there's extra money going in there. So you are stomaching a gigantic, gigantic gap. And that will manifest itself. It will. It will manifest. I'm not saying to Maryland, but like the gap to, I mentioned to Ohio State into those schools, it will get wider and wider. So I'm doing whatever I can. And once again, I know Colin Cowherd said this a while ago, and I'm not sure he's an expert in this college space, but it makes sense, right? Like, and uh, Colin works for Fox. Fox is the the big dog in the Big Ten situation. So why wouldn't Colin have inside info? Like he said a while ago, hey, here's what I'm hearing. You know, I, I think it's more likely than not that they go there for a reduced share. Yeah, and then the next time the television contract comes up for the Big Ten, they're a full partner. Boom, makes sense right? That, that makes sense to me. So circling back to, is it enough? Yeah, it's enough, but you're just taking enough for the next time. Maybe it's not enough then. And if Oregon and Washington are gone, you are looking for a life raft. And at that point in time, if Oregon and Washington do leave, which once again, I know you say, well, Josh, that's hypothetical. Yeah, but doesn't it make sense? All the other big brands are jumping. Why wouldn't two teams in this conference jumped and actually in this modern era have accomplished in the college football playoff era, Oregon and Washington have accomplished more than USC and UCLA. I know they're in Los Angeles, but still, uh, you know, Oregon to me is a much better brand than UCLA. Washington's up there as well. They've accomplished more in college football, those two programs, Oregon and Washington, than UCLA and USC has. And they're just going to make money hand over fist, regardless, not a word, but regardless of the amount of travel they have to do, they'll stomach that. The, the big paychecks are coming their way. It's hard to see them staying. And so if those two schools left, and let's just say the next television contract expires in 2030. Okay, so then it's time for the Big 12 move. But why would the Big 12 bring you in at that point on a full share? Because you're, you're not in a position to leverage. Right now, you are. Because the Big 12, if they get you right now, they, they weaken the Pac-12. They become the big dog out West. Uh, they, can, they can be you know, one of the best providers of action out West. And so at that point, you're saying, all right, Pac-12s are kind of the, the, the next level of competition. They're kind of dusted and gone. The Big 12 now offers games all these time slots. They've expanded. They're in the places they want to be out in the West Coast. They've gotten what they've wanted. And so the Big 12 desires you because they can crush competition and add you on because that's what they want to do. The Pac-12 wants you because they want to stay alive. You are the Pac-12 in many ways, but, but that's, that's the part that kind of pulls them in, right? They are the Pac-12. It's not like the Pac-12 was one thing and they're another thing. Arizona, Arizona State, those schools like are the Pac-12. And so they're trying to hold on to that tradition and history and want to stay together. And I get that. But what happens 
if Oregon and Washington decide to leave. Getting that grant of rights signed is going to be just so hard uh, for Oregon and Washington to sign on for a long period of time. And that's, to me, where the tough thing is. That's why this conversation of, well, how much are you going to get? It's great, but what does it mean? Because how long does it last? And then after however long that money lasts, like what's the next contract going to look like? Are you going to make a lot more? Because what? Is your value going to exceed? You got to start winning a bunch of games. That's why winning is important. And that that gets us to the San Diego State part of this. Um, I know John Willner mentioned, you know, you expect a, a, an invitation going to San Diego State here in the coming days uh, and, and weeks, I think is what he said. Um I'm double checking this right now. You know, it makes a lot of sense, right? And look, I've always said this. I think, um, you know, I, I think for the Pac-12, like adding them makes sense. I always thought that we were going to get a situation where we were going to see uh, San Diego State make their way into the Power Five ranks. Uh, I just felt like it was a matter of time, just with you know the, the desire for Westford expansion from the Big Twelve and also the Pac-12 trying to solidify themselves. Um, it just shows you the importance of winning, right? Like, I think we're having a really good conversation right now. And I've thought about this as the threat almost of a super league for college football is happening. You know, how are you gonna have a super league without like a team, like, you know, Oklahoma state who is almost in the college football playoff, like Cincinnati, who is in one like TCU who just won a game in the CFP. It'd be weird to just have a league where it's like, Oh, Missouri and Rutgers are involved. Right. But, the, but there's no TCU. There's no Oklahoma state. There's no Baylor. There's no sense. It, it just, it would be weird to do that. And I know I'm picking on Rutgers a lot. Vanderbilt. That's a good, another good example. Weird to have Vanderbilt involved, uh, you know, with that right now in, in a situation like that, where it's a super league and those schools aren't involved at all. Uh, you know, winning is important. Like the, San Diego state has basically just signed, sealed, delivered their, their ability. And also the big 12 winning championships the last few years. It's like, well, the big 12 is a meaningful league because when it comes to college basketball, which is an important thing, They've had uh, two of the last, I guess now two of the last four national champions and a team in three of the last four championship games. That's why they're important. That's why we, we know the Big 12 is the best conference night in, night out. That matters. That amount of winning matters. San Diego State getting there, accomplishing this. This is a program that can do great things like that. They matter. They matter. It happened for Butler. They got in the Big East, right? That mattered for them, all the winning they did. And also mattered for, you know, school of VCU and the CAA. Today. It just, it does matter. It helps you make that next step makes you a valuable brand and so for san diego state they have become that now uh the 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 calculus becomes how do you add them in and do the television contract at the same time i have mentioned this a whole lot and i i want to i want to stress this the reason why the big 12 can turn up the heat right now on the pac 12 and the realignment is because they got the Texas OU thing done. They got it out of the way. And so when you set your phasers on the next uh, the next kind of bridge, what was it? What was the next hill to climb for the Big 12? Well, it was westward expansion because we're done with Texas and OU. We got the money out of them that we need to. And now we can turn our attention westward. Managing two things at once is incredibly challenging, especially when the television deal is not getting done. And now you have to figure in, well, where does San Diego State figure in? Are we going to just have an 11 team league? Is that what we're going to do? We'd like to, I think the deal was they want to have 12, but they're just going to have 11 right now. Uh, that would be just 11. You know, I know SMU potentially, but how are those schools valued? Are they going to take away value? Are you just doing it to add more teams? The Big 12 doesn't do it. Are you playing keep away? Will it keep away cost you? All of these questions have to be answered. And so while it makes logical sense, 
you still have to factor in it's one more mouth to feed. That's massive. That's massive. You only have 10 right now. One more mouth to feed is, is, is a big adjustment when we're already talking about a conference that is not going to get the dollars and cents that they want to be getting. So it feels like more defense than offense in that way, because big 12, you know, can make them a compelling offer right now. The PAC 12, it makes sense for them to do it because they need more teams. But I think more than more than anything, I would take a school in your backyard uh, away from the big 12 overall. That's just the way I see it, but they should offer them. They should do it. I just don't know how that factors into an ongoing television conversation. We'll have to see. All right. That'll do it for today's show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO Big 12. You guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. Find the podcast wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube as well. All right, my friends, as always, till next time, stay safe.